0: Back in, role play Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz Podcast. I am Danny Williams, along with Danny Bailey. Back in, we're the Double D's. Uh, the podcast presented by Maverick Sports. Uh, I'm a big fan of Maverick Sports, and I know once you guys download that app and try them, you guys will be too. Danny Bailey, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing well today. Uh, got in nice and early, been really productive. Yeah, so I'm nice. ready, to, ready to attack the back half of the week. Oh, and I then, like that. Uh, you know, just... Keep things moving. Okay. Um, so,
0: like, I, you know, again, we live and die by the Broncos here. So if you're feeling good about life and love, then it must be me, maybe trending in your mind that the Broncos are going to have a nice
1: weekend, huh? What are we thinking? Am I reading too far into this? No. You're, I don't think you're reading too far into it okay. at all. I'm okay. definitely optimistic, and I'm hyped about this defense. Yeah. Uh, spectacular effort in pretty much every game so far, and – to do what they did against the 49ers with no Justin Simmons. I think that's a nice little uh, feather in their cap to have that depth at the safety position, have leadership on the field even when he's not there. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited about the Broncos. Um, I'm not overlooking the Raiders by any means because they have a lot of talent there, but I saw some information today about they might have a couple cornerbacks out. Um, So everything is trending oh, broncos sure. and them being the underdogs right now love that too well if we're playing dad ball okay on mm-hmm. thursday nights which we do um shout out to
0: all the old dude dads um there's some young dudes who come but it's like if we play man say we just matched up against three or four you know we're just we shoot for teams mm-hmm. and just say it's like and we showed up late and we missed our first free throw and like the, you know five good guys made in it, and it's like you know you and me and some other goofballs you know, uh, I don't want to name names. Um, it's fun. All the guys are fun. But it's like, say we go get whooped uh, for a couple games. And then, like, all right, a couple guys leave and we change teams. And then we play against, like, the lesser good guys. We're probably going to start to win. We're going to turn it on. We're going to play. It's going to be easier. I mean, it's just. Yeah. That's, so it's it's almost, like, that simple to me because the the Broncos just went up. We'll talk about them being maybe the best events in the league according to themselves. Allow myself to introduce Myself. myself yeah um but also you know we'll tell you what bradley chubb said uh but what i think is maybe really a top 2 or 3 defense in the league the 49ers like you know based off of recent history reputation and how good i think they're going to be they're a little further than the broncos um the broncos offense just went up against you know a freak show of a defense it's, it was very 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 talented this week it's easier for them, and they go yeah. put some points. It's the, you know, they get in the twenties. You uh, know, high twenties to me is twenty six or twenty seven. I got them right around there. And what I'm hoping is the Broncos can keep the Raiders to right around you know 14, 16, 13 points. That's you know that's, um, that's if though if you if you execute the game plan to a T, uh, you know, if they're hitting all the green lights, you know, uh, uh, along the way, and just it won't be that. I don't think it's going to be that easy. The the Raiders are not going to roll over, but I don't think um, I don't think they're as talented as everyone
1: thinks there is that at, at they are. Um, yeah, coming into the year, there was a lot of hype. Tons. Yeah, all around this division, a ton of hype. Great quarterbacks, good defenses, no, incredible pass rushing. Well, the logic tandems. is they had a. Head, a head
0: coach who was a special teams coordinator who wasn't qualified to do the job found a way to take them to the playoffs. Um, you you add one of the greatest offensive minds in NFL history and Josh McDaniels. That's the truth. Well, you think he's Josh McDickles, you know Dingleberry, whatever you think. Sure. I mean, yeah, he, he is. He's got all these yeah. super bowlings. And um and you added Devonte Adams. So everyone's thinking, well, damn, of course they're going to be better. But it doesn't always kind of work like that. And it's definitely not working for those guys right now. It's uh. Four, 16 teams in NFL history have come back from an zero and four start to make the playoffs. So that into my mind, that's happens about every once every three ish years. It feels like okay, according okay. to my research. Um, so yeah, the Raiders know how dire it is for them to win this game. You know, say it's going to be their Super Bowl. Yeah, you could kind of say that. It's you know, it's going to be they got to be more focused on that. They got to be like you know, every play, every um every matchup it's they they can't afford to uh to lose this game they can't at all because one and three you can come back from one and three lots of teams have um but this one's going to be you know they are everything so um like we talked about yesterday us getting them at the wrong time they got to take care of business against the team in the Broncos that for once defense has been incredible Maybe the best in the league, we just don't know it yet, but they got the makings of that, and as long as you got the makings of that and people are talking like that kind of stuff, well, let's keep throwing gas on that fire and flame it up because oh, yeah. um, that's how reputations start, and I'm under the belief that, you know, if you, you go out there and you, like, uh, think it and believe it into existence, you go out there, you work hard, it's coming to fruition, and uh, then you you... You become bigger than like the you know something bigger as a whole. And even if like maybe you're not really as talented, if you start thinking that, believing that kind of stuff, then you're unstoppable. And they got something very special happening with the defense. Um, but yeah, so you know I'm a little bit everywhere right now. With I got like three different points I was trying to make. But um, the Raiders are formidable. They're they're going to have they're come out and and give their best stuff. I don't think their best stuff's good enough to win. The Broncos plus two and a half. I love. Because I think, well, for one, I, I I said it on the show twenty six twenty four at the beginning of the week. I changed that to twenty six twenty. But again, if it's twenty six twenty four and I get you know two and a half points, a little hooker there at the end, a little half point is gonna you know pay me. So, um, what's your thoughts on on what it will take, and what are your thoughts on why the Raiders have got to this point? How's, how have they found themselves in a 0-3 hole?
1: Yeah, it's a. It's not necessarily that they've played incredible teams, but the Chargers are a good team. The Cardinals can be. They were up a good team. To points. They're up yeah, they blew a big in lead game. in that one. Ooh. And then the Titans, while they had a bad start, they are still one of the uh, real competitors. I don't know if I want to say contenders, but I'll say competitors in the AFC. And Derrick Henry, you know, he finally got it going against them. So they it's not like they played the best teams in the league. It's not like they played the Bills, the Dolphins, the Eagles, and they just were outmatched. But they did give up a lead, a yeah. big lead, which is – probably more the most troublesome thing For sure. if you're a Raiders fan yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. that you had that one in the bag and that starts you off at 1 and 1 instead of going 0 oh and 2. Um but yeah, now that they're at 0 oh and 3 you haven't seen a lot from them offensively. They've they've put up 20 points a game. A little more, 21 maybe. Mm-hmm. But They're still not really there defensively, even though they've got a good pass rushing tandem. And they are supposed to be maybe a little bit more of an explosive offense because of McDaniels and the addition of Devontae Adams. So I'm not trying to downplay this game against the Raiders because, like you said, they're essentially in a can't-lose spot. But the Broncos are a better team. The Broncos' defense, phenomenal. The Broncos' offense, we haven't seen it yet, but the talent is there. Yeah, And I think that they can run all over this team, and I think that Russell Wilson is finally going to find some passes. In all three games, when it mattered the most in the fourth quarter, Russ was really good. They made it happen. They found a way, found a way. And we know the Raiders can't close games. I just... um,
0: I like that it's the because I'm trying to get in front of how didn't we see this coming? They were 0 and 3 and bound to win one. I'm trying to get out in front of that and squash that notion because if, like you said, if we're just talking about the, the, I always say the matchup and the matchup to me is on like your fantasy football matchup. Who do I got this week? Let me go check. I'm going to check my matchup. And like, sometimes it previews it. It'll be like a check for your quarterback, a check for their running back, a check for their running back. But you get two more checks cause you got better receivers. you like, we're doing the, you know, check uh, the, the box off of who's better and who's, you know, who going to win matchups. To me, everybody uh, is getting hung up on what the Raiders were last year. And they can't still come to grips with what, who and what they are this year. And, you know, are almost acting like they're still the team from last year. They're not. In the NFL, we've said it a million times. We got it from Dan Reeves. He says, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. You're never staying the same. The Raiders got worse. And, and I think what happened last year is they kind of caught lightning in a bottle. They probably rallied around their racist, you know, John Gruden idiot, you know, um, and found a way into the playoffs. It wasn't. A spectacular way into the playoffs, and if you know, um, if the Chargers didn't really, you know, uh, could have played the game a little bit differently and knocked the Raiders out of the playoffs. So that's how kind of close it was. But um, I just believe that the Raiders are, are not the right, you know, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. What made Devontae Adams special was not isn't you know isn't what Derek Carr has in him. It's what Aaron Rodgers had in him and brought out um, and you know helped kind of collectively bring um, to the table with, with um, Devontae Adams. So Josh Jacobs is a little bit overrated of a running back, a little bit overrated. He's had, okay. some, he's had some success against the Broncos. Um, he, he's a first-round draft pick. They're kind of highly invested in him. Um, I think he's the only guy who can really beat you. I think if he goes for 100 yards then it's going to be the grinder that we don't want. Um, and also if he's running the ball that means the Broncos hadn't really took off offensively and put the Raiders in a position where they have to keep up offensively, you know, throwing the ball and scoring points. So that means our, you know, scoring 26 or 30 points, you know, 27 28 points will have been thrown out the window if this is a 10 to 6, you know, halftime score it's going to be a grinder the rest of the way. I could see that kind of coming unders are all the rage and all the trend right now in the NFL defenses are way ahead. It's all about the unders. Yeah. Um, I would be
1: shocked if Josh Jacobs ran ran for a hundred yards on him.
0: I just think that he was a running back who had a early success fairly early in his career, and yeah. is not is you know um, the years of the wear and tear in the college were his prime years, and now he's not as good of a back. And at least I'm hoping because I got to admit you know he's had some successes um, against the Broncos, but there, he, he wasn't. I don't think he was. He wasn't good. Last year, he wasn't really good last year at all, and he wasn't really good. He hasn't really been good this year. So um, I don't want them to find it and figure it out offensively. But again, against this Broncos defense, I don't believe they will be able to. Bradley Chubb said they're the best defense in the league. Okay. Um, He also said here, let me see if I – he said – I don't mean to sound too harsh, but I think we're the best defense in the league. Uh, We've put it on film and on tape. We just have to keep doing it. I mean, that's something a guy says when you're in the position that they are. Whether like, you know, there's teams that are, um, there's a couple other 2 and one teams that defense, by the end of the year, are going to get torched who are probably saying just that same kind of stuff. Um, But I I I believe it to be true. And Bradley Chubb is one of the guys who has to bring it to fruition. And I've been a little bit down on Bradley Chubb over the last couple of years for one, because he's not Josh Allen. <laughs> okay. Um, two, because he hasn't been healthy enough. And three, I've seen some shenanigans shit that I don't like with him yelling at dudes on the sidelines sure. and just kind of talking more of a game than he's been able to deliver.
1: Yeah, the scuffle with Garrett Bowles, stuff exactly, like that. Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah. No, a couple of those little scuffles he's had. So um, He's a guy who, man, he's got to really prove it, it you know, and deliver on it and go about to have another two-sack game, be great this week against the Raiders uh, and try to find his way. I mean, he's almost uh, – if, he, if Bradley Chubb could have eight sacks, people are going to be like, it ain't enough. You know, yeah. um, he's got to hit double digits because double digits just feels different. And if the guy has, happens to have 12 or 13 sacks, well, then maybe we're talking about something kind of real special, of, you know, pro bowl, all pro for the guy. So he's saying it and I like it. But because it's him saying it, I don't believe it yet.
1: Yeah. OK.
0: Does that I make can sense? See that. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. So but I want to. I want it to be I want it to be true and I want part of the Broncos' rise uh to be part of uh Bradley Chubb's rise and vice versa maybe him be the real catalyst and reason so again it's like the way that I said that the only way that um the rights of the you know the the wrongs of the world could be corrected and righted is if the Broncos somehow Entered the space-time continuum, the multiverse, like Bill and Ted. Okay. And traded for Russell Wilson. And then Bradley Chubb becomes the Von Miller to Cam Newton, who was, you know, Von went two overall. Cam went number one overall. There was no quite, you know, there was nothing back then of they wish they could have had. Cam Vaughn was always the right pick for the Broncos. 100%. But the quarterback who was in the same draft as the great defensive player and the great defensive player winning the championship first. Yeah. We took that away from Cam Newton. And maybe, just maybe, Bradley Chubb could be the guy to take it away and keep it away from Josh Allen. Doesn't feel like that this year. I don't know. And that's, you know what I mean? But like, that's one of the only ways that for me to ever get over Josh Allen.
1: Sure. It's by taking it away from him, keeping it back. The easy way, I think, it's not going to be easy, but that would be the quickest remedy to the Josh Allen FOMO. The thought that, well, we could have had him and instead we have Bradley Chubb. But I think, yeah, you you make some really good points, Danny. You, You always do. Um, oh, I understand that Bradley Chubb thinks this defense is the best in the league, and yeah. maybe he's just saying that. We saw it a little bit with Vaughn Miller, where he can be a little hyperbolic. No, Justin Simmons these couple he games he just is a little bit does. You know he t- he tells you what you want to hear. Yes, but this defense is very good. Yeah. I think the Bills' defense is better. Oh yeah. So if they're up against the Bills in an AFC Championship game, I think the Bills beat them. The Broncos have a long but, way to
0: go. Yeah, it to. remains
1: to be seen what this Broncos offense really is, and I think we see what the defense is. Do you know what? Is. You just made me think of something. You're smart, too. You just made me think, of if the
0: Broncos are going to have any real success this year, like go to the AFC Championship game, like mm-hmm. this year... Yeah. This year's success, not what they're going to be in two and three and four years and real polish and after they go get them out there to and Demarcus and Emmanuel and make all their upgrades. What they're going to be this year, if or what they have a chance to be this year, if they're going to have any real p- success in the playoffs, it's not going to be because Russ and the offense figured it out and are scoring 30-plus like the Chiefs and like the Bills. That's going to take them a couple years to get to that point. It will be... Because of the defense was that spectac- uh, spe- you know spectacular and they matured enough and were straight up just good enough to carry the Broncos um, through games, uh, playoff games where your offense, because you have Russell Wilson, will do enough, but it's your defense that is what makes you special. So I'm thinking if the Broncos are going to be really special this season, it's not going to be because Russ is going to be throwing for 35 touchdowns. Yeah it's going to be because the Broncos' defense is allowing 13 or 14 or 15 points per game. It's going to have to be. So while I think, like, this is the beginning, and um, we're going to get this thing over the next couple years looking as good offensively as the Chiefs and the Bills. It may not happen this year. You'll see glimpses. We'll have three or four games where we pop the top off and we're just really letting it, like, you know, um, um, showing, you know, the football world what we're capable of. But it's not going to be a week-in, week-out thing like the Bills do Um, and like Kansas City does. Maybe two out of three weeks, three out of four weeks, those teams like that. The Broncos right now, where I think uh, this season we will have a good offensive game, Uh, they're they're due for a couple good ones in a row, and it'll come. But it's still going to be no Tim Patrick. Jerry, Judy, question marks. Offensive line, eh, just kind of good. Maybe even just average. Um, Tight end game, weak as hell. You know, it is. Weak as hell, tight end game, poop stuff. And then how do we use Javante, who has only 13 more snaps on the field than, not Melvin, than uh, Mike Mike Boone? Boone, yeah Who, like, until this year... They are putting Boone out there more than I thought they were. (laughs) Listen, until this year... I thought was a hologram or a figment of my imagination. <laughs> I didn't think he really existed. I thought it was yeah. like, you know, I don't know what, you know, I just, huh, it's wild to think that. Um, again, give it to George Payton kind of in a weird way because that's just, he is just supposed to be a guy. But if he's kind of playing and this offense believes in him, then maybe he's a little bit more of just a guy. But also, do you know what I'd rather now, I think? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's because of what the offense has been. Now I'm considering, I wished, the Broncos had not brought brought back Melvin, yeah. Had oh. Javante be your one, Boone be your count. two, coat your co two with like a fifth round draft pick guy. Okay, and those are my three backs. But because Boone ain't that all that, and because my fourth round draft pick is a fourth round draft pick, that would mean Javante would just go Javante, 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 Javante. That's when that you'd be yeah. forced to do it. You'd be I, forced to do it.
1: I can see why that's attractive, but I think it is beneficial to have Melvin I do Gordon. Too. He's been good. He's been underrated. He's been solid. Fuck, and, he's been good. Um, I don't care about the fumbles. Everybody fumbles the ball sometimes. Um, if, he, if he fumbles a lot more, then I'll change that stance. But Javante can be so good that I want him to be good for the next five years here. I don't just want him to be getting all the carries and blowing our minds every week, and then only lasts like three years. I want some more longevity out of him, and that's something that's so hard to come by with running backs that I think that's where the value of actually bringing Melvin Gordon back is. But you never know. If you play the what-if game yeah. and you go back in the draft and you do pick someone in the fourth round and then they explode into being or something you never a better anticipated. Yeah, maybe yeah, than yeah just complimentary football. But uh, listen. I think right now... That's one thing the Broncos are kind That's of missing. That's just stuff you say football.
0: when things aren't going your way and well. Sure, um, but I really believe Melvin Gordon. If this team has big picture aspirations of having playoff success this year, Melvin Gordon, Javante, have some kind of figuring out the best combination of working with those two guys will be the reason why they have a bunch of success. Total Beverage is a partner in this podcast. They have two gigantic superstore locations, um, one off of Sheridan up there um, in Westie, and then a Thornton location there um awesome we uh, the value if you're a value shopper and like I wish I was a more of like a value shopper and just stuff because you know in the end you're just gonna save money on stuff um but I've become a guy who you know for one we make margaritas, we uh, dabble in the high noons and the white claws. Uh, my wife likes these cut waters lately. And uh, we have stuff like in the fridge for when people come over. And I bring stuff for the dads all the time at baseball. I'm always doing stuff like that, trying to hook it up. They deserve it. Some Modelo's and stuff like that. So um, I just noticed I'm saving a few bucks every single time. I buy anything always at Total Beverage, like every single time I do it. So they'll deliver it to you. Uh, curbside pickup stuff, all, you know, all that, man. Uh, go check them out. Go in the store. You'll see, you know, the, the big signs and just the vibe. You can kind of feel it. It's like a good place to be and you feel um you know comfortable with doing your business there some places you just don't even if like big superstore places sometimes that are supposed to be you just don't feel it you're just you know just the total beverages man they like that um they're the place that you need to go uh give them the opportunity to um see how good you know good of uh service they have and all you know the drink recipes the tastings the events like the golf expo thing that they do really cool stuff so totalbev.com totalbev.com go check those guys out we love those guys um okay what else Danny Bailey
1: Well you were talking earlier about maybe taking a look at the division Okay I got uh, something do you want to go do. through Yeah
0: Yeah I'm going to do a little mini game with you okay um, and at the same time while we're doing it we will be um Looking at the division and looking at uh, maybe the rest of the AFC as we try to figure this thing out, as um, I'd say, there's many people surprised. There's only one undefeated team in the AFC left, and who is it? It's it's the Dolphins of all teams. Um, so we know that um, one and two, um, there'll be there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one and two teams in the AFC. Kay. Okay, and then there's um, One Oh two and one team in the Texans Yep, And one oh and three team In the Raiders right Mm-hmm. So of those nine Teams that are Under 500 I'm going to give you those teams The Jets the Patriots the Chargers The Raiders the Steelers The Bengals the Colts The Titans and the Texans Two or even three Of those teams will come back And make the playoffs okay Who will one or two of those teams be?
1: Um man, it's tricky. Uh, the Bengals. I feel like it's very tight. It's very tight right now. I feel like the I feel like the (laughs) offense uh, or yeah, you threw me off. Sorry. That is what she said. (laughs) Um, I feel like the NFL doesn't always start this close together. Like, there's more 3-0 and o teams after Week 3 and more 0-3 teams. It's not so much everybody in the middle. But, yeah, I think you're right. The Bengals will come back up. The Bengals will be a playoff team. And I – it's tough to say because of the injuries, but I still believe the Chargers are a playoff team.
0: Really? Well, it depends on the severity of their injuries. So that's, if Herbert's yeah, out for a is, month, they're probably
1: not. It is dependent on injuries, but, I mean – I think they're a playoff team. If so it's who not, are your two if it's playoff, playoff teams them, out of that group, it, I would say take Cincinnati and LA. Okay, the Bengals but, are the easy one. let's say wait, wait, wait. that oh, the
0: Chargers, LA. Sorry. Yeah,
1: let's say that the Chargers injuries are very severe. Then I'll shift it and I'll go Indy. Indy, okay, yeah. Indy's interesting. One, one, and one. I love that they already got the tie out yep, of the way. It's um, interesting. They'll everybody in that division. It might end take up with a tie Matt Ryan a little while to get going. Yeah, it's kind of a similar situation to Russ here. Again, but Jonathan eight, Taylor correct. is an incredible back, and we haven't necessarily okay. seen him be incredible yet. So maybe he just needs some time to ramp up.
0: Okay. Well, how about this then? There's the Jaguars two and one, Ravens two and one, Browns two and one, Chiefs two and one, Broncos two and one, Bills two and one, Dolphins three and zero. Give me a team out of that group. Two teams that will miss the playoffs from our above five hundred group.
1: Uh Two teams because you're going to say one the Jaguars. Of one of them stands out to me. It's not the Jaguars.
0: Really? It's the Cleveland Browns.
1: Browns. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns.
0: Yeah, I agree. And what if they can be, um, what if they're five and six in week 12 when the pervert comes back?
1: If they're five and six when Deshaun Watson starts playing for them, I don't think that it'll matter. It won't Um, matter. It won't matter. He hasn't played football in a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. And we know how that can impact a guy's performance on the field. The Bengals will be ascending. The Ravens will have separated themselves, and those two teams okay. are going to make the playoffs over the Cleveland Browns. Um, Interesting. I, I don't. Uh, another team out of there is tough. It is it's really hard. It's I all, it's like a, <laughs> Buffalo and Miami a lot. <laughs> yeah. How many teams make the playoffs? Seven. Seven. We got so, four okay. division
0: winners and three wild cards, and only so, the number one seed uh, gets a bye. Kansas
1: now. City will miss the playoffs.
0: Of those teams, oh my yeah. god, that'd be so awesome! <laughs> I mean, that's wild. To yeah, think. Kansas
1: City—they haven't looked great to me. Uh, Mahomes doesn't really look like Mahomes. He obviously misses Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. and I think because of, even though it's it maybe hasn't looked Damn. so good in your
0: world, the Broncos are winning the division then, and that and yeah. that in that alternate universe. Well,
1: I thought that the Chargers were going to win the division, and they have that curse, so they're still hurt, and everybody's going to keep getting. The Chargers hurt.
0: have only scored a little bit more, a few couple more, few more points than the Broncos this season.
1: Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not really bought in on the Chiefs. I, in reality, they probably will make the playoffs, but if I have to pick out of those teams, I'm like bullish that. on the Jags. <laughs> I, I glad, love the Jags. <laughs> I'm glad you went in that direction. You <laughs> could not Jags. have, and now you made
0: me feel good. Like, oh, I right, love the Jags. A, let's Jags. go. I think the
1: Jags win that AFC South. I that's love the Jags dog, too. I'm kind of falling for those guys. Vision.
0: For one, I love Trev Lawrence, man, because you know everyone yeah. had given up on the guy, yeah. and even you know
1: for Urban Meyer. <laughs> well, I got to say it this too. It was all
0: Urban Meyer. Well, what people are forgetting is. The hype on him and the can not miss on him, mm-hmm. you know, the way people were uh, grading his stock, the five-tool, really, really five-tool skill set that he has was you know, along the lines. We talk about him along the lines of the Elways, of the uh, Marina—not the, the Marinos. The, I mean, the physical freaks of nature. The Elways, the Mahomeses, the uh, Jeff Georges, the Josh Allens— um, it, uh, and the Andrew Lux. That's yeah. the cut. That's the cloth that he's cut from. Mm-hmm. So he'll, usually, those guys, when we talk about guys like that, they're camp misses. Trevor Lawrence coming out was about as camp miss as there is. So um, maybe you can miss for a little bit in yeah. Jacksonville. But once you get a... F- the idiot, your idiot, you know, fraudulent, you know, head coach out of there, and you get a Super Bowl winning head coach in there. Yeah. He, this guy's going to do got more. A statue He's going to do more Philly. for Trevor Lawrence than he did for Carson Wentz. And oh, what yeah. did he do with Carson Wentz? Won a Super Bowl and well, made Carson Wentz. Uh, right, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, made Carson Wentz an MVP. <laughs> but Carson Wentz was, yeah. Carson made, Wentz. Yeah, was, yeah. Made MVP. Uh, uh, Carson Wentz an MVP. They needed so. both of them to win the Super yeah. Bowl. So. That's it. That's the whole podcast. Uh, Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. You should go download it. You should go give it, uh, check it out. I, I really, really like it a lot. Um, if you're a line a shopper, which you should be. There's no excuses to not, and if you're not, you're, like, too hasty with your bets, and you're not getting your full value because that 5 and 10 and 5 and 10 here, the juice, uh, it all adds up. It's more bets that you don't have because you pay too much somewhere else. So I would say give them an opportunity, real opportunity for your services. They'll match you up to $300 in your first deposit. Um, I'm a big fan of Maverick Sports. I want you guys to be, to Go check those guys out. Appreciate those guys. Danny Bailey, what's your Twitter? Mm-hmm.
1: I am at DBailey5280 on Twitter. And, uh, you know, just stay tuned to Mile High Sports all throughout the day. We have live programming 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., 8 p.m. actually on Wednesdays with the Game of Love. And we're doing a lot of fun stuff over here. So keep up with it on the website, on the Mile High Sports Twitter, at Mile High Sports, and tune in, 98.1 FM, 1075 HD3, or in the Mile High Sports app.
0: All right, we appreciate you guys being with us, whether it's the first time you ever listen to the podcast or you check us out every single day. We do five-day-a-week podcast every single day. It's just about this length, sometimes a little shorter, sometimes a little longer. We have a different guest almost every single day. Danny's kind of like the regular co-host guy, but we got a couple other people who come in here and kind of help us throughout the week too, which is cool. So um, tune in to it. Turn to the radio show I do from 10 to noon here, Denver Mountain Time, Mile High Sports Radio, every single day. MileHighSports.com is the easiest way to go find the show because you can listen and watch it on your phone, on the app but on the website at milehighsports.com on that Twitch it's really nice it's really easy and like it's, it's cool man it's like the quality is super good and then we're 98.1 FM in town 107.5 HD3 uh, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys out there total prep shout out and Maverick Sports shout out uh, good night Sheila
1: good night